Hey, this is Felissa Rose. I'm Angela Baker in Sleepaway Camp, and you're listening to Midwest Monsters Podcast. Yeah! I'm excited. I'm sorry. I picked this topic. I love this movie. It's a scary movie. It's a scary movie. And it still affects me just the same. I cannot put that on. I gotta tell you, something about this movie worked for me. I was like, it rocked. So, I mean, that's kind of, that's debatable. But, I mean, it's a great movie. That, you know, it's my right as a viewer, as somebody who spends my money and time to go watch these films, to have my opinions and be disappointed. But that's what I love about about this group doing this podcast right now is that on so many pages <laughs> we're like right there with each other. But then I mean it, it, it's it's almost inevitable that uh, you know half the time we're going to go you're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. I'm sorry about <laughs> that. Welcome to the Midwest Monster Podcast. And now here are your hosts. And we're here. <laughs> just, just and we're here with the Midwest Monsters podcast, another installment. I'm your host, Grizzly Abner, and I'm here with. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Bro, we are registering off the charts right now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another ridiculous episode of the Midwest Monsters podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Grizzly Abner, and I'm joined by. Magic and Professor Wagstaff. And we've got a very special treat lined up for you this evening. I know we tell you that pretty often, but this time for real. This time it's a for real special treat. Exception to the rule. <laughs> we're, we're trying not to disappoint you this time. <laughs> we're trying the best we can. We're not uh, trying to be your prom date. We're trying to follow through. <laughs> we have got two very special guests with us this evening. Uh, tonight's topic is going to be horror comedy. Ooh. And we thought, who better than? To bring in two of our best buds uh, from the Scarvanius Freak House Flicks, we are joined by Mr. Brian Blair. How's it going? <laughs> Thanks for having us. So far, so good. And uh, fan favorite, been on the show before, Dr. <laughs> Vinny Lambert. I like how everybody out the screen I like how right now everybody's out there like, what, they brought on two more assholes? We don't know. <laughs> so... Uh, so we got Brian. Uh, Brian, you're involved. You, obviously, Scaravania is your haunted house in yes. Muncie, Indiana. Yes, Scaravania, and I also run a pumpkin pole. Pumpkin pole production, haunt type of Absolutely, and Brian Blair Studios. And Brian Blair Studios. So and the many man, hats. Yeah, many hats. And, and your characters. Uh, list off some names of your characters. Uh, I play for Francis D. Pickles, and I do Cousin Tutor. The two main ones. <laughs> yep. There you go. Very good, very good. Vinny, uh, Vinny uh, quite the resume on him. Uh, stand-up comedian. Oh, a brilliant stand-up uh, comedian. Vinny from Jersey in the War Wrestling franchise. Punkin on Scaravanius, Freak House Flicks, <laughs> a.k.a. that baby-looking thing. That big baby-looking thing. <laughs> and uh, You're never live that and uh, owner of a white boxer. It's a real jerk. <laughs> yes, yes, all true things. All true things. <laughs> Anything you want to add, Vinny? Uh, other than, I guess, to give a brief synopsis of what Freak House Flicks is, uh, we are horror hosts based out of Indiana. We host shitty horror movies, and uh, to the point where we don't just bookend them like a lot of the hosts do. We are all through it making fun of how terrible the movies are. Like, the worse the movie, the better. That's kind of our gimmick. So, like a Mystery Science Theater thing? Yeah, yeah. Very similar to that. Yeah. Sweet. And unlike a lot of horror hosts out there, these guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey. I didn't say that. Listen, Mar- Marlena, Marlena, Robin, if you're listening, he doesn't mean you, all right? Not so, um, tonight's topic, uh, horror comedy. And um, i got to say that this was something that we have had cooking, but it was something that Vinny kind of brought to the forefront. Anybody, uh, Vinny, you want to say why, why this was near and dear to you? Uh, just because a lot of we do a lot of comedy with the Freak House Flicks. Um, and it's just always been kind of amazing to me how easily horror and comedy work together. Absolutely. So I guess that's really the reason why. I think I think some of your best horror movies, I won't say your best, some of my favorites are the ones that do blend all the genres. Because they make horror. you feel like an asshole for laughing. Like they get you rolling exactly. and, and then they kill that person. 
straight away, and you're like, yeah. oh, shit, I shouldn't have laughed at that. You want some horror, some right. comedy, some action, some romance. I mean, you get all of that way. It ties in all of your senses. You know exactly. what I'm saying? All right. your emotions. So, yeah, totally, totally. Uh, anything we want to say before we dive into our first one? No, I'm ready to go if you guys are. Uh, who wants to intro it? Usually Mad Chan or Professor. I'll leave that up to you guys. Um, maybe we should go back. What was the first horror comedy movie that really got you interested in that genre, Vinny? Uh, it's definitely the gold standard, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah, same here. I remember my dad showing that to me at a very young age, and that's that's where it all started for me. Okay. For sure. I think I may have even seen that. Personally, I may have been exposed to that as a kid. I knew who the Universal Monsters were, but I, as watching a whole movie, I probably watched that before I watched a whole Universal Monster movie. I don't know. And if I'm not mistaken, that was uh, Bela Lugosi's second and only other appearance as Dracula for Universal. Yeah, because he did it in Mark of the Vampire, but that wasn't Universal. Yeah. Wow. And technically the same character. So technically, Bela Lugosi only ever played Dracula twice yeah. for Universal, one of which was for Adam Costello. Huh. Yeah. So there was other people that played throughout mm -hmm. Lon Chaney Jr. and uh, Carradine. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, for me, I saw those Universal Monster movies first. Um, like House Frankenstein was my very first one, and I kind of laid the foundation with that. And so then I really appreciated when they infused humor with those guys into it. It was just like the ultimate experience for me. So it was, it was a good one to start out with. So let's think about this here. How many of the Universal Monsters pop up in Abbott Casella versus Frankenstein? Or meet Frankenstein? You've got, obviously, Frankenstein mm -hmm. played by... Professor? Glenn Strange. Glenn Strange, not Boris Karloff in this. which I He think, regrets. Yeah, I think Glenn Strange did a great job in this one. And then you've got, obviously, Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Then you have Wolfman, played by the man who owned Wolfman. I'm yep. sure Lon Chaney Jr. Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, Lon Half in the Bag Chaney Jr. Who's the fourth one that shows up at the end? Uh, Vincent Price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You guys hold hands on the table? <laughs> <laughs> hands up! Hands up! Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, favorite part of the movie? Funniest, funniest laughs. What comes to mind? What comes to mind? Uh, I'll go first. I love the, <laughs> the routine with the uh, oranges when he's in the room, the wolf man going around. <laughs> I think that routine is great. That's cool. a great bit. That's a great bit. Uh, Brian, anything come to mind for I, you? I honestly will be the black sheep here. Oh, and, that uh, would you do it. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> uh, I never really watched it. didn't get into it because it was comedy at that point. I was a troubled young kid. You know, like my, <laughs> my horror dark. <laughs> it was like, somebody, somebody's going to fucking die yeah, in this movie. So, you know, I, I didn't really get into it as much. <laughs> Not until I was later. Years, well, years later. we've had fun tonight. If you want to send it out, we're done here. Right. <laughs> uh, Just kidding. <laughs> Matt Chan, can you think of your favorite bits or gags from the film? No, not really. Nothing that really stands out to me. I'd seen it. I'd seen it initially at a young age. Yeah. And I haven't really revisited it anytime since in my adult life. Uh, the whole bit where uh, where they're first going into the museum when they're delivering the Frankenstein monster to the museum and. Uh, Lou Costello continually keeps going out to try to get Bud Abbott to see that they're there. And every time he goes back, there's nothing there. Like, just his scared reaction. <laughs> the way he's trying to describe the candle sliding yeah. back. Was Which, like, yeah, man. That was a staple of theirs. They did that in uh, other movies and on stage prior to. So that was like Because they also did Abbott and Costello meet the mummy as well yep. later, didn't yeah. they? Which and wasn't nearly as good as... They did uh, the mummy, uh, Dr. Jekyll... And they did one uh, Meet the Killer with Boris Karloff, but he wasn't playing any classic character, but it was still entertaining. It was down, set down in the caves. And yeah. It was funny. I'd say, yeah, definitely that bit where he keeps trying to, like, he, he's talking about the, the candle movement. He's like, hey, he can't, like, talk. And he's like, hey, man. <laughs> and then, too, even right at the beginning where he's really pissing off that guy who wants to ship his stuff. <laughs> yeah. going back and forth with him. Yeah. And that lady comes in with the mink scarf, and he's like, fucking yeah. with the mink <laughs> I will be honest, I laugh like an absolute goon when all the luggage falls on him. It's the simple things. <laughs> yeah, 
Absolutely. I didn't go for the police. And then he wakes up and they let Lon Chaney out the next morning. He's like, man, that guy's a real animal. <laughs> I can tell you what my least favorite part is. What's that? And it's a flub by the studio that they have never fixed in releases since. Bella Lugosi passes a mirror and you see Dracula's reflection. Uh, Very good point. Hate it. Yeah. Hate it. Drives me nuts. Man. Man, oh man. Well, any further thoughts on that? <laughs> Just telling me Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah? Love it. I feel like it's set the bar. Absolutely. One of my favorite. Probably my favorite horror comedy of all time. All right. Moving right along. Who wants to throw the next one out? We're kind of doing this a little different. Randomly. Roundtable suggestions. So, uh, don't want to hog the airtime. Uh, one of our guests want to throw one out? Um, let's say Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Dead. There we go. Yes. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, Every time I see some dude dressed up as Shaun, anytime I see a cosplaying Shaun, I walk directly up to him and tell him that he's got red on him. And I will do that for the rest of the fucking day. I'm not anybody out there listening, if I, seriously, if you dress up as Shaun, I will tell you you've got red on you every time I see you. Man. Uh Brian, why? What do you love about that movie? I just was a zombie nut when it came out. Oh, yeah. It was just, it just kind of hit all the all the senses for me. I just love that one. Um, you know, the, the comedy is great and the horror is great both. So it just it set up for me. Nice. Nice. The Birth of the Coronado Trilogy. Yeah. Right? I which, love that movie. Which didn't live up to everything. <laughs> the trilogy <laughs> itself, but yeah. Oh, oh no. Uh, no. Whatever. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't go there. I'm sure you love World's End. I enjoyed that one. Hot Fuzz was really about did. two hours like too long. I did. I like the World's End. <laughs> With the alien. Yes. Yeah. I love that. It's basically at the end when he's sitting there and he's just like, everything's wrong with him. He's like, fuck you. This is who we are. Who are you to tell us what to do? I liked we want to shit on this world. We'll shit on it. I, I like, love that. I liked it better when it was called Attack the Block. Shaun <laughs> 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 yeah. of the Dead had great makeup effects. Yes, yes. Like, it took all the zombie conventions. Like, yep. there's nods and winks to all of the classic, because they were talking about where, what are the origins, some of the theories, the origins of where the zombies had come from. There were nods to Night of the Living Dead yeah. and Return of the Living Dead. Like, they just took every, nods from everything like that and added it in. It was just enough comedy. That scene where they're in the bar and... The Queen song is playing. Yes! Well, my favorite bits. Yeah. Kill the Queen! <laughs> what? <laughs> You're all beating him in, in rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 in rhythm. But yeah, I love some of those like obscure British jokes that like you get like the fourth time you watch it. You're like, oh, he said kill the Queen. That's why they got <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's the thing. Another great thing about it is the rewatchability. Of oh, yeah. So yeah. you can watch it over. Totally. Over and over again. Totally. Um, yeah, some of those like British jokes that it takes you a while to get. Like you, you watch something else and you understand that that was a British joke, and then you watch Shaun of the Dead again. You're like, I get it now. <laughs> I get it. You know. Well, and I liked uh, showing because so many of the movies we see are, are set in America, and it's nice to see one set in Britain. And to see how the English react differently, like, like when they have when they just sit down on the couch, that they let's have a sit down, you know, they sit down to relax. It's just a very different take than what you would get with based in America. Two uh, two great spots, definitely. Um, how they keep changing the story. Okay, we're gonna go pick up Liz, get mom, yeah. go, go to the Winchester, pick up mom, have a kill Phil, little, yeah, kill go to, get Liz, go to the Winchester, have a pint, wait for the whole thing to blow over. over. Yeah. But it changes every time. I love that. And then too, um, when they're uh, when he wakes up the morning of the incident, and he's flipping through the channels and it's and telling the story. It's telling as the he, story yeah, as he flips uh, through channels. Just great, just great stuff. Other things that stand out. I love the scene in the backyard. I do too. Throwing the records. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he's like, yes. <laughs> he's like the Prince? Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Batman. He's yeah. Batman. He's like, Throw it. <laughs> but just when they first stare, they're like, she's so drunk. She's so drunk. <laughs> I think there's a girl in the garden. What I loved about the movie is that it never went too far with anything. Yes. It just always stays right where it should. Yeah. Right. And that's why I think it's so rewatchable. Yeah, the humor didn't take away from, from the, uh, the tension that you felt or mm-hmm. the and horror. The, and the humor inside that movie was literally fart humor. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like, sorry, Sean. Yeah. 
no, really, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll quit doing it when you stop laughing. I mean, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's like even when he walks to the, down to the, the little store at the beginning, yeah. and he slips, you see the bloody handprint, you see him slip on the floor. Right. Don't He's know slipping what in the blood, imagine. right. And that's that's the genius of that movie. Yeah. It's literally it's a, at the we all live as we all live as zombies every day, and we, he didn't notice anything was wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Oh yeah, when they come out of the bar and they're singing uh, "White Lines," you're like, any other thoughts? Love Shaun of the Dead. Totally, for sure. What's next? The other zombie one, the Return of the Living Dead. Oh yeah, that was back. Oh yeah. That Is Return of the Living Dead horror comedy? I would consider. I would. I would, I would, I would. I'm just throwing it out there for yeah. the table. The mercy. And I would even say intentionally. There's a big. There's a difference too because you get a lot of horror movies that I don't think were intentionally funny. <laughs> <laughs> that right well, that's something interesting too. Uh, while we were getting ready for this, I kept thinking. I was like, what constitutes like? Does one tilt towards the other? Because like that is a horror comedy. But when I think of it, I think of it horror first, comedy sure. second. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, I was curious to see how you guys would approach that and kind of choices that you threw out and things like that. So I think Karen. I think Karen played a lot of that very over the top on for a reason. You know, he yeah. he had big delivery on certain lines, and I can totally see that. And then the whole group and the way they approach things in the graveyard. And, I mean, there's a lot, and then send more paramedics. I mean, there was definitely yeah. that that aspect to it. I love the fact that the cadaver. Yeah, yeah, like everything that kept moving and kept going and talking. Half, half yeah. dog. Yeah, there you go, yeah. the half dog. Oh yeah. All the cadavers still moving. I like uh-huh. that. Yeah. I like it. It's a statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. What in the eighties, like when horror comedy really started taking off? I felt. Right. Yeah, right. I think intentionally or unintentionally. Because I remember when yeah. like American Wealth and London came out, they were sitting there saying, "Well, this is going to be more comedy and horror." And I'm like, "What?" Because yeah. it was Landis. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right, absolutely, absolutely. But then you look, you got movies like, what was it, the 80s brought us Repossessed? Yeah, uh, how did everybody love that one, right? <laughs> what I can remember of it. Saturday the 14th? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, that's what that's, I'm saying. Uh, what's that Goldblum one? Transylvania? Transylvania Twist? Yeah. Transylvania Twist. Oh, okay. that's Goldblum, that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then again, also Transylvania Twist. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Right. Or Once Bitten. Once Bitten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, loves that one. I'm gonna keep throwing out <laughs> ones that aren't comedy at all. Like <laughs> <laughs> about the Shining guys. <laughs> so funny. Uh, of course, Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetle guys. Beetle guys. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. No, Beetlejuice. no, stop. <laughs> Quit saying it. <laughs> yeah, I just rewatched that one the other night. Uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. Handbook for the recently diseased. <laughs> diseased. Diseased. You said diseased. Um, oh, this is awkward. Boy, Keaton is just awesome in Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Just Amazing. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Ridic- and you know what? The whole thing I'm thinking of while I'm watching that is they don't make movies this original and weird enough anymore. Not at all. That go to theaters. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. they don't put as much money into movies yeah. this ridiculous. Well, and also, it doesn't help that Tim Burton keeps making the same movie. Over uh, yeah. Over. Putting Johnny Depp. Yeah. That's the thing, like, though. Old Bottom Carter. Johnny Depp. Come on. They do make movies that ridiculous. Tim Burton still makes movies that ridiculous. We just don't look at them that way anymore. Because I'm sorry, the uh, his remake of Alice in Wonderland was that ridiculous, over-the-top, loud characters, loud features. Johnny Depp was supposed to be funny in that. Oh, but it was dumb. Yeah. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 I get you. That's what I'm saying. He still makes the same kind of movie. It's yeah. just where well, we're at with it I now. think he doesn't vary it as much as he used to, though. I mean, he's got the same. Oh, it's cool. very much a formula. That's the the, the, the thing that's striking about Beetlejuice is uh, it was one of the first times you got to see that Tim Burton look to a movie, which is something that the only thing that has stayed consistently good about Tim Burton movies is the look of his movies, the, the design. Uh, I like claymation. Anytime you throw in practical special effects and things like that into right. it, I like. Uh, the humor was great in Beetlejuice. Just, you're right, they don't take risks like that anymore. And, uh, like, I don't know, maybe I was different as a kid. I had cousins who were scared when they watched Beetlejuice. I, See, never, I had those people too. I never ever had yeah. any fear never. of Beetlejuice. I just like Harry Belafonte songs more after that. Other <laughs> <laughs> thoughts on Beetlejuice? Oh, love Beetlejuice, man. Insanely original. Uh, yeah, I think Keaton made, I mean, Keaton really did make that movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. you couldn't have had 
there was a, only a handful of people that you could have made Beetlejuice and it been as successful as it was. Yeah. Because the supporting cast really didn't, in my mind, didn't matter. Mm -hmm. You know what scene I forgot was so great is that scene at the dinner table when they first become possessed and start doing, uh, what, what's the name of the Santa boat? Yes. Yeah. Just, just how well they overacted. Yeah, yeah. Just when you even have uh, like Dick Cavett at the table yeah. with them, and yeah, it's crazy. I loved it. I mean, just how how well they physically overacted that, but also sold it like they weren't yeah. in control of themselves. That was great acting. Yeah. Great. I, mean, I just I sat there and I was like, I, I don't remember this scene being that funny. This is so funny. <laughs> right. and, I, and also, a thing people forget because I mean, once again, that was another one of those things, an animated. TV show came from it. Yeah. And in the movie, Beetlejuice says fuck at one point. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> nice fucking model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's hanging out at a, a doll whore. I mean, a doll whore house. Like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I didn't, I didn't make Burnett. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's trying to marry the, the, the teenage girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little weird. <laughs> and later they're friends in the cartoon. Yeah, they're friends in the cartoon. Lydia's Spooky Boutique, you know what her shop was called on there. So oh, I forget. Another, uh, I like the idea that they did the sandworms up in the cartoon. I really enjoyed the sandworm. <laughs> it was a very minuscule part of the movie. Yeah. But in the in the show, it was all about it. He was so scared of getting eaten by sandworms. How did Gina Davis get on the sandworm to eat Beetlejuice at the end? I still don't think I made that, that plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> it was just I like, cannot recall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, call in, listeners. <laughs> talking about Bert, I know Vinny appreciates this. We've got to give a shout-out to Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, large March. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Large March. <laughs> you tell them, Large March sent you. <laughs> That's what we need to get on our vest. Instead of in memory of Opie, get in memory of Large March. <laughs> That's our next match. There you go. Monster fans, look for the in memory of Large Mark <laughs> coming early 2015. Because I'm not, I'm not sleeping on that. I'm getting those out. <laughs> I'm getting those out. So I ain't sleeping on that. Oh one. yeah. I didn't know Burton did that movie. I guess I never thought about that. Yeah, that yeah. was his directorial debut. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. No wonder it makes sense now. Mm -hmm. so you got that all the clown, remember the clown dreams and all uh -huh. that. Yeah. yeah. Very different. Yeah. The dinosaurs and. <laughs> Another uh, 80s movie comedy for me that I just, to this day, love. Little Shop of Horrors. Mm. Rick Moranis. <laughs> love that movie. I remember when you first came on, you listed that in your It's in my top, top favorites. Yeah. I love that movie. See, but even more it. than Rick Moranis, I love Steve Martin. Oh, sure, sure. Steve Martin kills it for me in that movie. <clears throat> sure, Steve uh, Martin's fantastic. I mean, it was a, a great cast with the exception of Jim Belushi. Who ruins every is a stain <laughs> upon anything he shows up in. Wow, well, I saw he knows that. that. So you're not a big according to Jim fan. He's got all the scenes at TV. Yeah, right. <laughs> The world so loved John Belushi that they gave his brother a career. After <laughs> they were like, maybe he'll be funny too. Put him on SNL. But uh, clearly, no one's seen Curly Sue at this time. <laughs> Actually, man, Belushi's in one of my favorite movies. It's called Road Man with John Ritter. You should, you need to check that out, Vinny. Right. You've never seen Real Men? I would But Little Shop of Horrors don't. No, no. <laughs> the, puppet, the puppeteering in that thing, yeah. the, the yeah. intricacy in which the lips, you you could almost have a deaf person watch that, and I would bet that they could almost read the lips of that plane. Of Audrey, too, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, of course, this one was a remake of an old, uh, was it a Corman movie that was yep. shot in, yeah. a, in two days? And it was the shits. It was terrible. <laughs> like, it was a bad movie. And then eventually somebody got the idea to turn it into a musical. I don't know if you knew this or not, but Ellen Green, who played Audrey in the movie, the remake movie, the musical, was the original Audrey from Broadway. Huh. I didn't Ooh, know that. Yes. Well, I'll be. But I think I love that movie. To this day, I could watch that movie over and over and over again. It's still better than any CGI stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, if they made it today, it would uh -huh. be pure CGI. Be I will pure take, CGI. I'll take practical puppets over any pretty day. much any day. Any day of the week. I love practical. <clears throat> Totally. Horror comedy. Yeah, horror comedy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm looking at you, Chris. I don't know. I'm just trying to find my list on my phone because like, we talked about looking at a list earlier, but then somebody said no. Now we're all looking at each other. <laughs> what you going to That's all right. I'm just trying to take over the podcast. Yeah, it's not Young Frankenstein. Boom. Yeah, a movie that you uh, hated, Chris. Let's talk about uh, Young Frankenstein. Let's correct your language here. <laughs> my bad. A movie that you just gave away on Blu-ray not 20 minutes what? ago. He gave it away. He doesn't like it that what? much. In my bag. I haven't got those. It's so bad. No. <laughs> Look, right there is the evidence. Oh. 
<laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> to me, this is the ultimate horror comedy. <laughs> the ultimate. <clears throat> This is this is where the bar was set right there was with Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Putting on the bits. Fantastic number one. Oh my god, it's about to get hostile. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when I learned that nobody liked the howling. <laughs> <laughs> or like when when Mad Chan said Frankenstein and Wolfman could walk off into the sunset. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I'm still carrying hate for you on that. <laughs> Deep seated hate. No, Young Frankenstein. Are you, are you going to gush on this with me, Professor? I love it. Uh, I don't know how anybody can. tables, boys. I don't know how anybody <laughs> can't love this movie. There's a lot of gushing going on. Yeah. The, you know, it's... Uh, all right, so I watched it last night. <laughs> there we go. We For need the first time in its entirety. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I found some parts funny. <laughs> but ultimately, I gave my $3 Blu-ray to the uh, professor. Thank you, sir. <laughs> You're welcome. A free upgrade. <laughs> um, you know, I got to obviously put on the Ritz is fantastic. Uh, I, loved about, I loved about any scene with Igor. I think Igor's great. <laughs> he was great. Um, and then uh, old girl, the, the hot German chick. What's her name? Terry Gar. Yes. When uh, there's that whole bit with Gene Wilder getting stuck on the rotating bookshelf, and he's like, put the candle back in the holder. And he's like trying to instruct her on how to do it. And then she gets stuck behind it. And all of a sudden you see her go, put the candle back in the holder. <laughs> that, that, that tickled me. That got me laughing out loud. Madeline Kahn rolling around in the hay. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Just, man, I could go on forever about this movie. Number one, it looked just like an old Universal Frankenstein mm, picture. The sets that, were great. They like, even yeah. used yes. some of the same sets that were used in the original they used some of the original Frankenstein stuff, didn't they? Yes. I thought it, yeah, I thought it. And there's so many nods to the universal Son of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, like all of those Frankenstein mm -hmm. movies that it almost felt like it was part of the series. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it was filmed in black and white in a time when you, you film, people didn't go to the movies to see black and white movies anymore. It was in the 70s. Yeah. Because they don't see Charlie Chaplin movies. <laughs> they don't see Charlie Chaplin movies anymore. Shout out Brian Jackson. Well, I think what was interesting about Mel Brooks in general back in that time was that he he knew his stuff. He, oh, yeah, he'd yeah. pick oh, yeah. a topic and film, and just he just dive all in. It, it always had the respect um, to go to whatever the topic was. In this case, you know the mo old monster movies, which there certainly had been the resurgence of. You know, with Forey Ackerman and all that he did, and then just rerunning it on TV. So by then, they weren't that antiquated. There was a whole new generation that were, you know, just enjoying themselves in the theater with that. And I mean, he did the same things with Hitchcock movies. He did uh, what Silent Movie, which wasn't as good, but he always oh, he did he, Scary Movie too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he always had people in his camp that could help make sure he was making the right movies. And Young Frankenstein was actually Gene Wilder's idea. He pitched it. He said that the Frankenstein movies had scared him so much as a kid that he was, he had become fixated on them, you know, and and eventually things that you were afraid of, you eventually turn to humor. You know, to deal with right. it. But, uh, yeah, I can't say enough about Young Frankenstein. I love Young Frankenstein. I believe it's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what do you think about Young Frankenstein? Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Well, yeah, I've always enjoyed that one. So, Thanks for calling me a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> You're Abby Normal. That's it. Favorite horror comedy? No, just how do you about Young Frankenstein? Young Frankenstein. I like it. Can you not, tell us why? Not as much as these gentlemen. <laughs> oh, you're still, you're no, still aside with me. That's the no, 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 I don't. I really don't. I'm not excited to be doing anything. No, I mean, I like, I've always liked Gene Wilder. I mean, he's hands down one of my favorite people. Great. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> but no, I mean, we saw the one that uh, we watched uh, Young Frankenstein, Frankenstein the Musical. Not too long ago that you can pick up at any horror con. We decided to buy it and we watched it and. It was every bit as ridiculous as the movie, with great music. <laughs> so I mean, it's something you should definitely check out. I, I feel it runs about thirty-five minutes too long. The movie? Yeah, no, 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 the musical, because they've added so much into it, and they're still trying to pull off the jokes and gags from the movie. So you guys check that one out as well. Okay. All right. Horror comedy. Horror comedy. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs>
I like how keeps coming back to that. We're just like, uh, and then, and then, should we make a list? And then, no, just go with it. No, just go with it. Thor got like Evil Dead too. Evil Dead too. All right, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Both, you know, we 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 did we dedicated a show to those, but yeah, definitely. And really, the first one wasn't comedy at all, but you know, that's just about the thing. Right, dude. Evil Dead Two is hands down one of my one of my favorite movies, and the whole bit with I mean, I think Bruce Campbell's a genius. I really, even to this day, like when you see him carnival barking out in his loud ass red suits, yellow suits, whatever it is. I mean, Bruce Campbell's a genius. Uh, he flipping himself in the kitchen, smacking the plates over his head, doing uh-huh. the whole gag with his hand. I mean. He's, he sells that movie. He really does. That whole scene where he's up and down and shit's coming to life. I love that movie, man. Well, at the same point I made, Vinny will get this. It, it, when, when Campbell carries that whole scene with him, you know, beating the shit out of himself and all that stuff, it reminds me when people would say, you could watch Ric Flair wrestle a mop for an hour. Yeah. You oh, know what I mean? Like, a, Bruce Campbell has that ability. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. what lets you know that he's in there. Because, I mean, he did that. He did that several times, and they kept saying that uh, – Sam would keep making him do it over again. He said Sam had it by like take three or four, but just kept making Bruce do it over and over and over again because he liked to torment Bruce. And Bruce gave it his all every single time. One of the times I think the camera wasn't even rolling. So, I mean, <laughs> just let you know how it goes. But, I mean, there's everything about Evil Dead 2 I love because they took it over the top with the with the actual dead people and the way that they did their claymation and the span. I mean, everything about that. And, again, that goes back to the practical effects. That movie would not work with CGI. You know, that's why it was... Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like the eyeball when it goes in her mouth. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's so cheesy, but it's funny. (laughs) Right. I loved all the... uh, We we were talking about that and Army of Darkness. Like, everything that they do, um, the little Bruce Campbell, or the little Ashes. Yeah. Yeah. Love the little Ashes. And then, I'm evil, Ash. You're good, Little goody two-shoes. I mean, everything about Bruce Campbell in those movies is amazing. Uh, you know, looking over, ooh, there's a good one right Oh, there. no, no, ooh, there's over. What are you talking about, Bruce Campbell? What about Bruce Campbell? Well, you no-selling me on this? <laughs> you no-selling me on Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness? All right, fine. Fuck, fuck you, mm-hmm. young Frankenstein. All right, now let's talk about Bruce Campbell. I mean, uh, you know, my favorite Bruce Campbell horror comedy, obviously outside of the, this series, uh, I love My Name is Bruce. Anybody here seen My Name is oh, Bruce? Oh, I love My Name is I Bruce. Oh man. oh, man. Bruce Campbell literally is taking the approach of making fun of the fact that he is Bruce Campbell in that movie. The premise is uh, this small town is haunted by this ancient Japanese monster. Uh, that they've resurrected. That they've resurrected. And this boy kid is-, is obsessed with Bruce Campbell. And so they go kidnap Bruce Campbell. And he's like, I'm an actor. I'm not Ash. Like, and, that's, and that's the thing. Like, he, th- he thinks he's in a, offered a role in this movie right, for the longest time. Anybody, yeah. Right. He doesn't realize that the evil's real. So he goes out and he's like, wow, you guys are a lot of good extras. You, know? and <laughs> yeah, right. you guys are doing this real up. And everybody from all his movies are in it. Man, I love I yeah. love that about it. Yeah, it's a good one. No, he's hilarious in that, man. He really is. Because he pokes fun at the fact that his face is on everything. Yeah. That whole scene where the kid has that whole room full of Bruce Campbell merchandise just sets it apart for me because all that merchandise was Bruce's. It was stuff that he had saved and used for this movie. He, nice. had, he went to storage and pulled out all this Bruce Campbell merchandise, shit that people haven't seen since Evil Dead came out. And later the kid's mom's like burning it. He's like, no, you can get that for You can get that, a lot of money on that on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, if we're going to talk about Bruce Campbell, we got to bring up Bubba Hotep. Oh, that's yeah. A great one. That's a good one. I just couldn't get into it. I like really? It. Really? Yeah. I couldn't get into it. I watched it a few times. That's Coscarelli too, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to make sense of. So. But that, that's why I know it makes sense. I do like Coscarelli. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm with you. I like Don Coscarelli, but I just. Um, my favorite part of Bubba Hotep is Ozzy Davis. Being <laughs> 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 Jack Kennedy. And. Uh, when she puts a salve on him. The sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> when Cable yells at her, from now on, I live up my own pecker. <laughs> yeah. All right, horror comedy. Dude, I'm going to tell you a horror comedy that I really love from the past. Uh, it's even from the past, I think, five years. Yeah, from the past five years. I love Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hands down. So like, good. Oh, man. Tucker and Dale versus Evil is one of my favorite flicks. Man. I didn't Up know there. what to expect from that when I started watching it. Right. And I was really impressed <laughs> with it as I watched it. Like, oh, it was man. just done really well. Man, Levine in that, Tyler Levine in that. So good. So great. Yeah. Just 
He plays that unassuming guy so well and just kills it. He's like, uh, Tucker, uh, hey, hey, babe. Because <laughs> I know that guy. You know that guy. Yeah. We know that guy, man. And that's what makes it so great is we have members of our family who look and act like that. Yeah. And then to see it brought on screen and to see all these kids and everything going wrong, I loved it. It was great. Tucker and Dale was one of my favorites. That was a good one. Um, I, I got a few I can throw out there. Okay, go for it. Uh, we consider Monster Squad horror. Comedy? Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure, absolutely for sure. And I, that's that's going to get the star treatment on this show someday. <laughs> yeah, we really will. Can, yeah. can we all say what we're thinking? Yeah, please. Four hands yeah. got nards. I was actually trying to restrain yeah. myself right there. I, I was like, to get out of the way. It's like, let him talk. Let him talk. Four hands got nards. Which honestly, uh, that movie contains my favorite non-Karloff Frankenstein monster. Yeah, that, oh, I really like uh, that dude. Was good, dude. Tom, Tom Noonan. Yeah. yeah, it had a it had a look like the Universal, like the Universal Frankenstein. You know what I mean? But the, it was different enough. But it just to me, it had the it really captured the feel of, of a the Karloff monster, which to me has always been the Frankenstein. Monster. And that's a, like all of them did a really good job. Absolutely. man. they really. Did. I like the Mummy was no real threat because it <laughs> fell apart. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I like that it was very thin, unlike in uh, all the Universal pictures where right. it was like, some big stunt man wrapped up, you know what I mean? Like cheeseburger mummy. Cheeseburger mummy. Their gill man was fantastic. He was, yeah. dude. He really was. Like, just everything. All you're, you're right. All the monsters in Monster Squad were done better than they have been, I think, by just about any other reboot that they've ever mm-hmm. tried. I mean, they were better than anything from Van Helsing, I'll tell you that. Dude, the, the, the transformation uh, of the werewolf when he, was on the, when he was on the bay phone, yeah. it was still badass. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's cool that they didn't skimp on that either. No, no, not. I mean, the purpose of the movie wasn't full-blown, you know, just to be straightforward horror. And the but fact I'm, that they were making a lighthearted movie but still respected the characters and the process. Pretty Unfortunately, cool. I think it got looked at commercially as a poor man's Goonies when it yeah. came out. Yeah, but that's the thing. That was a horror man's Goonies. Yeah. But I but was, love but that. It was, it was one of those that it was a video store gem. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. you know I mean? oh, yeah. All because of the poster. Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't know anything about it. I picked it up solely because there were kids yeah. sitting on a car looking badass and monsters at the yeah. background. And yeah, one yeah. of them had a compound boat. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's, what, that's what drew my hillbilly <laughs> ass in. I'm like, I got a boat. He got a boat. That's monsters. One of the best, one of my best convention moments was meeting Andrew Gower. The, the kid that plays the head kid. I got the uh, Stephen King rules shirt uh-huh. autographed oh, nice. by Andrew Gower. Nice. I was like, that's it, dude. That, I, that just made my youth right there. Dude. It was amazing. Awesome. Here's one I want to throw out. Yeah. Uh, Club Dread by the, the Broken Lizard. <laughs> Broken Lizard. What do you got to say about Club Dread? I I the, first, the, the, first, the first three hours were entertaining. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I like that movie. I'm a, dude, I, uh, <laughs> I, I told you about that. I asked Brittany Daniels about that movie, and she was just like, but I was in Joe Dirt. <laughs> She didn't have anything. Anything else about Club No, I mean, what, no. You, what did you not like about Club Dread? Because you know what Club Dread reminded me of? That damn Scooby Doo movie where they go to the island. Yeah. It <laughs> did. did it, it not. Did. That, that was it. Like, my, I've got kids, and I saw that Scooby Doo movie where they went to the island. I was like, that's where they filmed Club Dread. It's over. Drop the mic. It's time to go. <laughs> son of a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Paxton was. Paxton, ba- I give you Paxton. Paxton was movie. great in that movie. I think they were onto something special. They just they drug it out way too long. Well, it, it's hard to have your leading man be Farva. That's true. Yeah, yeah, be Farva. Yeah. That damn hair. Yeah. <laughs> that hair. Yeah. The only, thing worse, the only thing that was worse than him was the was what's his name from? I still know what you did last summer. Oh, um, School of Rock. Thank uh, you. What's his name? Jack Black. Jack Black. Thank you. I couldn't think of the name. The only thing worse than him in that movie was Jack Black, and I still know what you did last summer with oh, the big dreadlocks and gotcha. the island theme. Same movie, by the way, Club Dread. I still know what you did last summer. Scooby Doo, same fucking movie. Same. They're all the same. part of a trilogy. No, it, it literally it's the same island, same plot, same setup. It's you crazy. know what may be worse than Hippie Farva with that hair was Jay Chandrasekhar and oh, his yeah. dreadlocks. I love Jay Chandrasekhar. It's, it's, it's British. I was like, what? Come on. Right so, actually, everything about that movie, except for the people from Broken Lizard, was great. <laughs> <laughs> like, the guys that made this movie? Shit. <laughs> it's kind of like watching Bottle Rocket again. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, yeah. Horror comedy. Horror comedy. Horror comedy. <laughs> now, do you guys consider Killer Clowns horror comedy? That's what I was just okay, cool, to say. Cool, there we go. Absolutely, Killer Clowns counts. <laughs> Absolutely. The Chiodos Brothers. The who? Chiodo Brothers. No, I don't. That's what I oh, he's trying to call you. Yeah. <laughs> don't check me, son. I'm checking you, son. <laughs> You're the one who said Book of the Diseased. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke from the movie. She, he picks up the book, and Alan, and uh, what's his name, goes, Handbook for the Recently Diseased. And she goes, Deceased. And he goes, Handbook for the Recently Deceased. It's a joke from the movie. Nope. <laughs> if it was good enough for Alec Baldwin, it's good enough for you. Don't fired up. Look, look, look. I'm out. Don't try to Billy Baldwin and Alec Billy Baldwin. Baldwin. I Baldwin, you son. I Baldwin, you. <laughs> Killer Clowns, the Chiodo Brothers. <laughs> the Chiodo Brothers. The Chiodo Brothers. Uh, so, how about that one? That one's great. <laughs> it's so bad that it's great. Like, yep. it's. I say it's bad, but at the same time, it's great. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's, there's so many things. Like, it's ridiculous, but they knew it going in. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah, like definitely. it's not one of those where you're laughing at it because they made it and thought it was genius. Yeah. They know it's, it's like when you goofy. make the decision to not try and mask the fart in the room with somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let her on out there. You yeah. just roll with it. Embrace it. And that was the thing. Like, the clowns looked amazing in that movie. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. And the, the shadow puppet. I just remember watching that. It's one of the few movies I've ever watched where I kind of just had this bewildered look on my face. Just, like, it didn't ease up just the whole way through. I was just that muff. <laughs> yeah, mouth kind of hanging open. I was like when they turn the cop into the ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, horror comedy. <laughs> Can I throw one out there? Yes, please. Dracula dead and loving it. No. <laughs> that was in a Mel Brooks film. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was, that was a so you probably hated it. <laughs> J.K. Don't hit me with that brush, bro. <laughs> He's going to give away Blazing Saddles next week. So just keep, right <laughs> keep running your mouth. You're not going to get Blazing Saddles. Right. <laughs> oh, damn. I think you've had enough. Uh, the best part is where they put the stake in and the blood comes <laughs> spraying out of the corpse. Like that I honestly, place. I haven't seen that since it came out. Same here. Yeah. It's not one of Mel Brooks' finer works. No, really, I agree. But I do remember the scene where he's trying to control the girl. Is it two girls or is it the girl and his uh, his slave at the same time? He's like, go to the window. No, right, you, right, you, you, you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a great bit. No, you. No, you sit down. No, you get. Yeah. So, <laughs> so horror comedy. Horror comedy. But no, then if but... you go back in the like, 80s, you know, like Fright Night. You know, that had a little bit of comedy to it. Love Bright Night, yeah, certainly. And you know, this whole uh, region puberty thing going on behind it, which kind of made it funny, you know? Yeah. Another cool thing about Fright Night is that it was comedic, but he could get legit scary in some sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah, And he would be funny and, like, playing it up to that, but then he would get, like, and you'd be like, he ain't playing. (laughs) (laughs) Also, one of the few instances where the remake is worth a shit. It is a good remake. Yeah, I, I liked really like the remake. I liked it. Well, the evil Ed character in there is pretty cool too. Oh yeah, kind of funny. You know? Oh yeah, right. evil Ed's right in the first one. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't like nah, Christopher Nolan's Plasse. Not really my favorite. The, <laughs> you were the talking, remake, the right? were really good about that shit. Like Gremlins, Gremlins was yeah, a horror comedy. Right. Right. I think I think two was more intentionally a comedy. Yeah, like the first, the first one was out there, but two really they they played everything Over the up top. Like Hulk Hogan was in number two yeah. for a bit. Like, Which, there were so many different kinds of gremlins. Right, yeah. gremlins two yeah, and yeah. Fright Night, the original, both feature horror hosts in their movies. Right. Yep. Yep. Right. Tying that together. <laughs> See that? It's called a callback. Dig <laughs> <laughs> it. I think Gremlins 2 was just the right amount of, all right, now what can we do to the Gremlins? All right, we got oh, the spider yeah. Gremlin. We got the, yeah. the bat yeah. Gremlin. Yeah. I like when he flies up to the light and you see the Batman symbol. I mean, yeah. everything about that movie is supposed to be, I mean, Warner Brothers knew what they were doing when green lighting that one. Oh, yeah. They were like, we're going to put this out. Uh, the whole Rambo bit with uh, yep. Gizmo, loved yep. it. So good. So good. Uh, here's one. Um, intentional or unintentional horror comedy, Texas Chainsaw 2. Um, I say that it, I say it was intentional because at that point 
he at that point they had had so much shit about the first movie. Who directed it, Chad? What? Who directed it? I'm not gonna say. Who directed it, Chad? Is his name Tobey? Tobey. I say shit one time, and I never live things down. Let's kick us in, Tobey. I called him Tobey. I was like Tobey. I was like, does he eat sorbet? But no, they had caught such they had caught such flack that I mean, yeah, it, it, there was only that way to go with it, and it was still brilliant. Like I think um, what's his name Mosley pulls that off hilarious. The whole yeah. the whole scene in the um, Mosley made that movie. First he really movie, did, yeah. man. The whole to a, can you sign it to a far out fan and and just his actions. You Leatherface get that bitch dog will hunt. I mean dog that was will hunt. I love that. I don't think that I don't think that any of us would be sitting here talking about that movie. If it wasn't for Bill Mosley, yeah, I, I, I agree really with that. Right, because even though Hopper's good, Mosley. But is. see, that's yeah. the thing. Hopper really wasn't that great in that movie. He wanted, he stumbles through half of it, like yeah. the scene where he's in there picking out the chainsaw. <laughs> it so was good. almost like they were like, "Beautiful, uh, Dennis, uh, could you could you be bothered to come to set today and go in and pick out some chainsaws?" Okay. He's like, "Fuck it, I'll take these too." And like, there's nothing real to it, you know what I'm saying? Like Mosley did make that. Carolyn Williams and Mosley made that movie. I'm gonna. Tobey probably told him <laughs> when they were in the story. He's like, just, just do what is normal when you shop. Right. And just let his brain do the walk. And he's just like. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this, and I said this on the previous episode. It'll always be a head scratcher to me as to why that movie was made the way it was. But I'm coming to terms with it. You know, I'm starting to like it more and more over time. Uh, but I do, I would say that was intentional. I mean, I think yeah. he just wanted to completely. Do something different, so I, but I'll never understand why. Yeah, but I think that goes back to the '80s movies. You know, everything was just extreme, and it, that's when they started really hitting the comedy. Like even Friday Thirteenth, some of the kills they weren't even gross. Oh, look, look, you know, look at Nightmare on Elm Street. Went over. Look where Nightmare on Elm Street. I wouldn't go. I know I wouldn't go exactly. there. Right, I mean, right, I, right. I, I, but man, no. But we've talked. But about that's where the one-liners started coming in. You know. No. All right. That's it. It's time to air grievances. This this is a perfect example of where I think humor can go too far. Yeah, we don't let many on the show when we talk about nightmare. Now we're stuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. The monsters <laughs> shit on Nightmare on Elm Street, which is my favorite horror franchise because you love two. It's my favorite. I hate two. <laughs> I hate two. I agree with really? your sentiments. The number two is literally my second favorite. That's nightmare. the gay one, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like the first no, three. Clue's hey. amazing in it. Mark Pat. Hey, Mark, I know you're listening. Mark Patton hate is amazing it. in that movie. Robert Wrestler is amazing in that hate movie. It. Hate that movie. The only thing that, that was, about that part was two what, is Freddy himself. That's what appealed to me <laughs> about the Friday the, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies as they went on. I liked the smartassiness of Freddy Krueger. Right. I liked the humor that Great was in those graphics. movies. Those those are that's what drew me to that series. Well, I will say I did too initially, but I felt like it started being too much. As the series went well, by like by like Freddy's dead, that is just the fact, the fact is they were just slopped together yeah. by the end. I right. mean, that's really the truth of it. But I do, I, that's what drew me to Nightmare on Elm Street as my favorite franchise growing up is because I really like the humor. Well, and that's the thing. She got yeah. to make Freddy's dead because she PA'd and worked for New Line for five movies. And all of a sudden they were like, Rachel, here you go. Here's your movie. And she's like, I'm killing Freddy. Yeah. And then, then you, the power was Right, right. And, uh, <laughs> and I mean, I like to Spoiler alert, it's a career. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there was so much with that. Like, they were going to bring Divine into it, and then they did bring Tom and Roseanne, because Divine had passed away by that point. Yeah. But they were going to bring Tom, or they brought Tom and Roseanne into it. I mean, that there was nothing that was going to lead you into that movie going, this is a horror movie. Right, right. Nothing, man. Like, Alice Cooper, he's a, no, he's in Freddy's Dead. He's right. Oh, that was Freddy's Dead. Yeah, Alice Cooper's in that movie for a minute. Yeah, listen, when it comes to the Pride of the Nightmares... If it doesn't have Heather Langenkamp in it, don't watch they it. See, and that's, that's I'll agree with you. That, that is a good, that is a good place to be with it. Yeah. That the Langenkamp movies are the best of them. No, I got the, we got the privilege of hanging out in Scranton with the part forecast. And I've watched that movie again since we hung out with them. I, it's, it, it's got merits to it. It's not awesome by any means, but then again, they never tried to claim it. Is. Yeah. There's just parts of that. There's But the dumbass... Freddy's not even there, and the Karate Kid gets killed. Oh, you know, Andrus yeah. gets oh. killed with no Freddy. I mean, there's there's parts to those movies that were horrible. Boys, I'm going to stop it right there. This episode's called Horror Comedy. <laughs> okay, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not, not <laughs> how, about, uh, how about Idle Hands? 
I'm gonna tell you right now. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna tell you right now. There were no idle hands when Chad was watching Jessica Alba in that movie. I was at the <laughs> end at that right age. <laughs> idle hands are the devil. No bullshit. The devil that had them. So. I haven't seen that since we were working at the theater. I, that's where I see. I remember it. liking it, but I haven't yeah. seen it since. Then. I've never seen it. I'd like to watch it. So oh really? Right? You should watch. It. It's I got that it's kid. Good. It's got that kid that plays Stan in the Eminem video. <laughs> it does. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're at one point in this movie, Jessica Alba's clothes get ripped off. A young, hot, toned. Because she's, Alba. Cause she's disgusting now. Right. She's like, she's really She's young. We're like 16, 17 years old, and like all of a sudden this shit goes off, and, and I'm working there, so I get to see the scene four times a day, every, every day for months. You so got your watch like, set to it. So yeah. You know, yeah. I know what's up. It's like 28 minutes to go. Jessica Alba. <laughs> it's a good thing I wasn't projecting. I know, right? No, I do got a question. We've, we've gone so far into this episode. We've, we've thrown out different movies, but the one thing we really haven't got into is the satirical like we we haven't brought up scary movie. scary movie we haven't talked about haunted house we haven't talked i mean all these movies that this craze that came up the um where they start making fun of actual horror uh-huh. and i just you have to throw it out that I, I don't know if you guys will agree with me on this because i've seen the scary movies all of them and i've seen haunted house and i think anything with the wayans brothers outweighs everything else Scary Movie 1 and 2, Scary movie and Haunted House, Marlon Wayans and Haunted, I didn't like Haunted House 2 as much, but Haunted House made me laugh. I was on the floor laughing. What about uh, Paranormal Activity? I haven't seen Paranormal Activity. <laughs> that one popped up. You gotta go in the back room and do some <laughs> beads to get that one. <laughs> I would say yeah. so. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd getting his belt undone by a ghost. I mean, getting a blow, a blow job from we're a not, ghost. We're not going that, that's how we go. Here. That's how we go with horror comedy. Blow jobs from <laughs> ghosts. Are, are, what about Ghost Dad with uh, with uh, Bill Cosby? Well, that's that's not, that we're I, bringing I, home. That's favorite movie. Got to hold it down. Not now. <laughs> no, but Ghostbusters. I, okay, oh, Ghostbusters is one of those because it definitely stars horror, comedy actors with oh, for funny sure. situations. And Ramis heard it right. Ackroyd Ackroyd and Ramis. Okay, yeah. So, right. And do you know? Um, I found this out. Did you know what Slimer is actually based off of? John Belushi. Belushi. There you go, man. John. He wrote that because Belushi initially in the original draft, Belushi was going to be Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why they made Slimer. They made this big lug like in Animal House, who's just Chevy Chase at one point was going to be Bateman as well. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how different that movie would have been had he not had Bill Murray in it? Exactly. Come on. But then again, you got all SNL alum. They were all, um, what's the comedy chirp? Oh, man. Uh, second City. Yeah, Second City. They were all Second yeah. Cityers. They were all SNL alum. I mean, they had, right, well, except for Winston. Yeah. Um, I remember Ernie being Hudson, at, I was, what year did that come out? 83? I was four or five years old when we went to see that. And that scene where that librarian oh. ghost turns around scary. scared the <laughs> shit out of me when I was that little. Scared oh, yeah. me to death. I, I recently picked those up on Blu-ray. Man, amazing. It holds up. 
They're both awesome. I'm waiting for Robert to give me his. I'm waiting for me to what? I said, I'm waiting for you to give me the yep. Blu-rays. He's waiting. <laughs> Never getting rid of it. He's going to be sitting watching the Blu-ray like, you know what? I watched Ghostbusters again last night. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I liked about it was Igor. That's the thing. Fans hang out with me after I watch a movie. If I don't like it, it's going to you. <laughs> Literally, dude. I've Just got try so and corner him into liking it because it's great. And he ain't hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Pay he me thinks for Don't give him a choice. Man's going to think for himself. <laughs> Ghostbusters just had so much good stuff. There's so many lines from it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Once again, Rick Moranis, absolutely hilarious. Moranis yeah. is sensing great. a trend here. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I blew up the kid. <laughs> Saw a lot of that. Yeah, that, was, that was a kaiju movie. Early American kaiju <laughs> 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 I had to call Jax Teller to come fight the kid. <laughs> Jax, I got a grown up baby. <laughs> Getting that robot thing like he did that one. <laughs> oh, shit. Horror comedy. <laughs> that's your go to. That's his go to. That's, that's his segment for everything. He's like, we've been on so many episodes, Brian. We run things into the ground. <laughs> It's not a tumor. <laughs> well, if you're talking Bill Murray, you need Zombie Land. Zombie oh, Land. How, go, we, how have we not brought that up yet? That's I used to watch that again last week. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Fantastic. I think every time it's on TV, I have to watch it. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. movie is fantastic. That's one of those movies I really, I like Jesse Eisenberg in. I really yeah. do. Yeah. He, he comes or goes for me. It just depends on what movie it Woody is. The poor man's Michael Cera. I don't know. It might <laughs> be the other way around. Yeah, these days. Be right. You're right. Woody Harrelson has a tendency to cherry pick what movies he's in. Right. And be in really good movies instead of just a bunch of fucking slop like so many people do. Johnny Depp used to be that way. Right. Johnny Depp yeah. used to be very selective. And he's not that way anymore. But Woody Harrelson has still got that about him. Well, you want to talk about it, You just brought up the man. Like, Murray's still doing that. Oh, yeah. Bill Murray's like, no, no, no. I only have to do one movie ever yeah. if I want to. And I'm going to pick that movie. I love when he, when they ask if he has any regrets. He says, none. <laughs> well, maybe Garvey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, no, I mean, Zombieland was there. Zombieland had a lot into it, and it just good gore kills. Yeah, it like, touched on the. It just touched on that craze, man. It was yeah. just like everybody was into. It was at the height, of, or not the height, the beginning of the height of zombies, and it was just like, all right, let's make something funny out of this. And, Which let me just say now, off topic, that I'm so ready for the zombie craze. I'm ready for the next thing. I am too. Yeah. I'm so tired of zombies yeah. at this point. Like, let's get ready. Let's bring witches back. Like, I think we're on witches next. Uh, I think that's where it's going. No, because we're been through where. Yeah, no, I think you're right. But I'm not yeah, we're, we're on. Um, we're through. What's it called? We're through vampires. We're through werewolves. And uh, we're almost through zombies. And, and this will back to witches. And this will come into what we're talking about. Uh, I have never seen. I never knew how many people love Hocus Pocus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah until yeah, like the last show, year yeah. or two. I love so that good. one. Oh, yeah. so and I never realized how many people <laughs> love that movie. He, talked into a, he turned into a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> that movie's so good. Have you ever watched it? Uh, it's been forever ago. But I just I didn't realize it had the cult following. Oh, yeah, house. man. Like, I didn't realize how many people that. watch that with their families around Halloween time. Dude, Todd watches that movie four times a year just on principle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, seriously, I, I, he I, loves I, that movie. I, guess. I have to kick off Halloween with that. Yeah, see, there you go, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's just one of those films that hit. Horror comedy? Yeah, sure, I'll give it up. Sure. How have we not brought up Ernest? Scared <laughs> Stupid. Oh, one of my I favorites. got some good old-fashioned North the on What are they? Meak. Bavarian Meak. That you do not think this belongs in the National Archives. Booger gross. Only time will decide that, sir. Ernest P. World. E- my, I showed that to my kid when he, when he was five, and uh, the the troll scared the shit. Out of him. <laughs> like he wasn't having it. What do you think? I was like, little kids getting turned into little wooden figures. And like it's kind of fucked up. Like, really, it's kind of fucked up. You got Eartha Kid as the voodoo priest. It's like, it's, you cut open the, or the tree open. It's it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about that one and Hocus Pocus on our, our Halloween episode. Like yeah, yeah, Halloween yeah. season episode, but yeah, they're both very appropriate for this. Because, yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid is the last still, decent Ernest movie. Yeah, it still makes me laugh out loud. Was there a first one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, apparently you I didn't get that memo. Apparently you've never seen 
Slam Dunk Ernest or Ernest Goes to Africa. I've never seen Ernest Goes to Africa. I've seen Slam Dunk or, Ernest. Or uh, Ernest and the Army. Yeah. These are all ones you can find as a 16-pack. You go to Kmart. You go to Kmart. It's hanging out there. So, Was that Polly Shore and Ernest Goes to the Army? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you better leave in the army now alone, man. Come on. Yeah, we always want to hey, hey. good stuff. Yeah. So let me segue like let me segue over here like my good buddy. Horror comedy. Horror you leave Polly Shore alone. So do we consider um, Toxic Avenger? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so. that's yeah. another thing. Like, I mean, there's there's obviously lots of things. Lots of things we're not going to cover in this episode. I know, but I mean, I'm just trying to. Well, and that's up. the thing too. Like, because trauma's really we could. You can go through trauma like poltergeist. Those, those so kind then, of like, things. Toxic Avenger, was it written to be funny at the time, or was it just so shit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like Troll 2. Sure. Right. Troll 2. Oh, oh, was it two, supposed right. to not be funny? Then I mean, then Troll 2 was yeah. supposed to be legit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so yeah. sad to think that that was intended to be good. Like, and he gets shitty. I'm going to tighten my belt tonight. Robert, what's the speech? You know the speech? I'm going to tighten my belt tonight. You can't piss on hospitality. I'm going to tighten my belt up one more notch to control this hunger. <laughs> you can't piss I like how we did that like Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! Cut the promo. Sweetly Southern. <laughs> oh man. Old Neil Bog. Um, Neil Bog. Anything? No, I know. I, I know when I when I when I act like we're gonna wrap this up, Matt Chan's gonna get all upset and start saying, "Oh, no, I'm not even done." What about, about the Frighteners, man? What about the Frighteners? Nobody said anything about the Frighteners. You know why? Because Dee Wallace gave a shit about not talking about the. She was just like, you guys don't like Frighteners? I was like, hold on. The Frighteners was fantastic. I love yeah. Frighteners. I was just talking about the movie the other day. Fantastic. Yeah. Peter Jackson. Yeah. First so movie I watched when I got uh, streaming Netflix was The Frighteners. Right on, man. Right yeah. on. So good. So good. Jake Busey, Michael J. Fox. I mean, just killed it. And, and not only that, it legit was scary in parts. Yeah. Like, legit, it was scary in parts. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really liked that movie a lot. It was original. You know what I mean? Like, it just. I can't say enough about the Jeffrey Frighters. Combs. Yeah, I mean, so can't good. say enough about the Frighters. So good. good, so good. Well, that about does it, listeners. <laughs> for another Horror episode of the Midwest Monster. Yeah, that's it. Any uh, one <laughs> no, last one last thing I'm going to throw out. That I like how like he was getting ready to end the show. I bring up the Frighters, and he gets mad. And now he's like, "But wait, I got more. I, well, well, I was gonna one more is a scream, baby." <laughs> um, Maybe uh, the original, right definitely, but then the remake, too, but Piranha. Mm-hmm. Piranha? Piranha? <laughs> Purina? Purina? The Piranha Double D? <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. Those movies were... Uh... I love I love the original Piranha. I thought the Piranha remake was great. Uh, the sequel to the remake, not so much. Yeah. You didn't like Double D? No. See, that, that's comedy, though. I mean, to me, that was more of that, all right, we know this is ridiculous. Let's just see how ridiculous we can make a movie. Because when you saw the Piranha in Piranha, the remake, like, I don't know about anybody else. I was like, this is some of the shittiest CG I've ever seen in a movie. And it took me completely out of it. Like, yeah. that quick, because Christopher I, it was so standing bad. I there. It was on purpose. Yeah, like, Christopher no, I said the same thing about Sharknado. Yeah. yeah. Sharknado, I could not figure out if they were intentionally making a comedy. Yeah, so is that comedy, or is that horror comedy, or not? Is Sharknado? it intentional? That's what I'd love to know. Yeah, they, there's no way that Sharknado was meant to be a series. Because it's the same called was Sharknado. Yeah, but then again, you've got Super Shark versus Mega Croc. It's and called Sharknado. 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 Like anything the Sci-Fi Channel makes has got a weird name. Right. It's called I think Sharknado. Sharknado was probably purposefully the first one they really pushed. Hey, it, re- hey, it resurrected Tara Reid's career. Right, right. I think it was the first one they purposefully pushed to be that ridiculous and to make a point of like pushing it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> advertising it. Like, yeah. you know, they had all those other ones that come on every every other Saturday or something like that. Right. Like, Shark to Puss, like we were talking about. Yeah, but I feel like this was one that they gave wide circulation, like wide yeah, advertising to, because I think they knew it was going to be that bad that they wanted to do that for fun. Right on, right on. Horror comedy. <laughs> so, guest, uh, Let's go. Let's do the roundtable real quick. Uh, Benny, anything else? Uh, nothing other than shameless self-promotion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you want to find out what we at Freak House Flicks do as horror hosts, uh, look us up on Facebook, Freak House Flicks, and you can also get on YouTube and find our YouTube channel, Freak House Flicks, and check out what kind of thing we do. 
And be sure you spell Freak House Flicks right when you're Google searching because you might get into some bad things. <laughs> or some good things that be put onto some bad lists. Freak House is one word. <laughs> <laughs> Professor. Uh, I would just like to give a quick mention to Roger Corman in general. I feel yeah, like yeah. he throughout did a lot of things with horror comedy. And, I mean, we didn't touch on it, but it's a lot of good stuff with Vincent Price, Raven, Theater of Blood. You know, So he's an interesting one and certainly at least deserves a mention if we're not going Agreed. deeper into those. So. Yeah. And by no means is this an authoritative yeah, list. Yeah, don't this get defensive. Fun. Yeah, don't, don't send us hate mail. We get it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need you talking shit. Brian. Um, my last one, I'd say Motel Hell. You know, there you go, there you go, man. <laughs> I love that sausage. <laughs> I use preservatives. <laughs> Great movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Grizz. Uh, that's that. They said it all. That's all I've got to say. That's it. Mad Chan. Um. I don't know. I like Mac and Me. I thought that was pretty amazing. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> I like no. Mac and Cheese. <laughs> no, but for all that, I think we've we pretty much summed up a lot of I mean, we know there's lots more out there that we didn't mention. And, I mean, for all you indie guys that listen to the show, it's not like, like Kevin. We It's not like we didn't include you on purpose. I mean, we're, we were just talking about major pictures. And there's so many more that we didn't bring up, man. Yeah. Like, So, I mean, we could do this again. <laughs> Horror comedy. Shutting her down for horror comedy. I am one of your hosts. I am Grizzly Abner, and I'm joined by. Um, guys, look us up on Facebook. It's a uh, Facebook www.facebook.com backslash Midwest Monsters Podcast. Uh, look us up on the uh, what is it? The uh, Twitters. Yeah, uh, Midwest Mon Pod. M I D W E S T M O N P O D. And uh, we hope to see you soon. Magic! Professor Wagstaff. <laughs> and, and our good friend guests. Brian Blair. And Benny Lanford. Thanks for stopping by. Stay scary. Oh, buy a t-shirt while you're on the website. Yeah.